Let's take out the trash day. Friday. I mean, what is it? Any stories we have to give the press that we're not wild about, we give them all in a lump on Friday. Why do you do it on Friday? Because no one reads paper on Saturday. But we do. I'm Jimmy Jenkins. And I'm Yael Grauer, and this is the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. We dig through Friday news dumps so they don't get buried. This Friday, Texas announced its withdrawal from the Federal Refugee Resettlement Program. The State Health and Human Services Commission said it would no longer distribute funds to resettlement programs, so now it's up to the federal government. This program is run by a federal agency called the Office of Refugee Resettlement. They help bring refugees to our country and provide them with support services. But with all of the turmoil in the Middle East in areas such as Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan, to name a few, there's been a massive increase in the need for resettlement services. The UN says globally we are currently at the highest number of refugees ever recorded. And this global crisis is hitting close to home. Refugee resettlement is becoming a hot-button issue in state and local politics, especially since the presidential campaign has focused so much on border security and immigration. Dylan Bedour is a reporter with the Houston Chronicle. He says Texas has historically taken in a large number of refugees. Texas took uh, between seven and 8,000 in 2015. The President Obama has pledged to increase Um, the number of refugees that the United States will accept as the number of refugees worldwide spikes. But recently, the governor and state officials have not been as receptive. Last week, they sent official demands to the Health and Human Services Commission saying that uh, Texas would withdraw from the program if the vetting procedure was not uh, intensified to some extent. The feds said they will not intensify the vetting procedure, said they have, they already do an adequate job. The United States has one of the most thorough vetting processes in the world when it comes to immigration and refugee resettlement. Dylan says the current screening process is fairly elaborate. And it takes many years and it does involve um, caseworkers making a lot of phone calls, tracking down records from home countries, interviewing family members and people that they've been involved with, tracking down, you know, records of your online life, Something like what a private investigator would do, just kind of parsing the pages of your background, uh, looking for any affiliation with suspicious groups. They'll read what you've posted online. They'll talk with your old neighbors, with perhaps your high school teachers, uh, to come up with this profile of you um, before you're judged. And they will also rely on uh, security records, intelligence from other countries that collaborate with the United States. Texas wanted assurances that refugees coming into their state would not be security threats, but even after thorough vetting, you can't always predict someone's future actions. The problem that was highlighted by the feds is that the one example of a refugee who has become a security threat, uh, an Iraqi refugee who came to Houston in 2008 and was arrested uh, for allegedly a, a bombing plot in Houston in January, he did not ag- exhibit signs of radicalization in 2008 um, and and so they you know the the federal agencies have said there's no way to get inside a person's head I guess to that extent or, or to guarantee there there is no such guarantee that that someone will not you know be a threat and this is what Texas has sought is a guarantee So with no guarantee, Texas pulled out of the program. This line of thinking goes along with a trend in Texas politics. They really make the case that we need to stay safe. They say better safe than sorry, Um, tying in very much with the, the border security agenda, which is massive in Texas, which is the exact same argument, better safe than sorry. They say that we should prioritize the safety of Texans. And so 
any other concern about charitable giving or taking care of other people should come second to being absolutely certain that our security is accounted for. But Dylan says it goes beyond just security issues. The Republican Party controls the governor's mansion and the legislature, and they have made a platform out of defying the federal government. You know, our governor, who is former attorney general, and the current attorney general combined, I believe, have sued the federal government somewhere around 40 times, so it's kind of a frequent thing. And their political base does like to see that the Texas leadership is standing up to the feds. Our leaders do like to demonstrate that they are willing to, you know, stick it to the president uh, in one way or another. Dylan says this won't stop refugees from being settled in Texas. The program will continue to run in Texas, but it will not be administered by the state. The federal agency will have to find a private uh, entity, most likely a church or other religious institution, to run this uh, charity benefit program for refugees in Texas. Texas isn't alone in this. Kansas and New Jersey previously withdrew from the Federal Refugee Resettlement Program as well. But the refugees are still arriving on our shores. And next year, despite the state's action, Texas is slated to take in 11,000 more. Dylan Bedore is a reporter with the Houston Chronicle. I'm Jimmy Jenkins. And I'm Yael Grauer, and we'll catch you next time on the Monday Morning Dumpster Dive. <laughs>